0: Welcome to Sudbury Stories. Sudbury is full of amazing individuals that are doing some incredible things, making this city a better place. It's my goal to get the word out about good news stories local to Sudbury and highlight those individuals like Josh here that are having an impact and making Sudbury a better place. Correct response, what is my hometown, Sudbury, Ontario? Josh was born and raised in Lively just outside of Sudbury and growing up being raised in a small town, he loved the small town community feeling. He's managed to bring the small town values into his insurance business, and has, and he points to that as one of the reasons and attributes for his success. The de- idea of treating a client like a person and not a lead or a paycheck has led him to have huge success, initially with Allstate from 2011 until 2018, and most recently, he stepped out on his own to run his own BICA of business under the Billiard Insurance Group banner. In just one year, he's grown his office to, over, to four people and they continue with uh, further expansion in the near future. When he's not working, he lives at home with his family and lively. His biggest personal accomplishment is being a dad with two amazing kids and a husband to Sarah, his amazing yeah. wife, and who, the person he attributes to the reason behind his success both per, personally and professionally. So Josh. Got you on the mic? <coughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm glad to be here. I know it's been uh, well. Josh, uh, those that don't know us, uh, Josh is a personal friend of mine as well, kind of thing. So yeah, uh, you know we basically we met each other through buying a house in the first place. Yeah, and, and yeah. Bought a few houses and <laughs> yeah, yeah. No,
1: it's uh, it's awesome. I think uh, what you're doing here is awesome, and uh, and and yeah, we've been we've been doing business for quite a while, and then and, and good friends. So and it's that's cool.
0: uh, like one of the coolest things about Josh is. He's always been able to be that guy, like me personally in, in real estate, like w- w- usually what we have clients that are having to go through an insurance condition, right? So they have to verify then get insurance on a place. And the the best part about Josh is when he, like, I'll, I'll call him at the last minute and he's just kind of been a problem solver to a lot of my clients. And that's one of the things that I noticed initially about you is you're just like someone that doesn't stick to the, the box. It's like... Like I find a lot of insurance company people, they just like they have some check mark questions in front of them. They're like, "Oh, check, check, check," or they're like, "You've answered the wrong answer. Like we're we're denying you or we can't yeah. give you." And you've been able to think outside the box. So yeah. No, like, what is it like? How did you? Uh, how have you been successful? Like, what have you been able to do to to put yourself in that position?
1: Um, well, like I say for, at first when I first got into insurance, it, I was very um, like you kind of explained just the box everything like that
0: that was you at the
1: beginning. That, that was me at the very beginning i, I would i would uh you know you, you make connections with clients and then something comes up and you 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 can't write them and because of where i was it was a direct writer there's only one company um it, it was hard for me to you know tell people no sorry i can't help you you know there's other places around you can make a phone call to. but uh quickly i just i preferred helping people than having to tell them no so these connections that Uh, I was sending them elsewhere to look. I just would, you know, end up talking with someone from another brokerage and go, you know, what's your type of market? You know, what what do you what do you sell? Can you do this? Is this something in your realm? And then when I start finding who can do what where, um, that's when kind of the. problem solving stuff happen is that if someone comes to me and I see something and I can't put it with me at that time, uh, I would know the person to go to. And so giving them that step or, or doing it with them and and trying to guide them to it, that that's kind of what, what I started to do
0: the, the, the most amazing thing though like it's and I think where most people that are calling insurance brokers or whatever like they're the initial people they're talking to you like you don't get rewarded for making for no else. no right yeah. and that's just like so like what's the the motivation behind doing that well the motivation is playing the long game right
1: yeah the motivation for me was that uh especially when it comes to buying a new car or or uh buying a new house in your situations you can see the excitement these people would have so to have to tell them no, because there's something about the house that my market couldn't can do, it, it was hard. So basically uh, going out and doing that, kind of my my thriller or my win in that situation would be able to tell somebody, hey, I found you a guy, call you know this guy, he's ready to set it up, everything's good to go. So th- th- that to me was enough. You um, you
0: were able to get the win. Um, yeah,
1: so you know, th- sure I guess uh, in in hindsight you look at you know playing the long game uh, but kind of in the moment I don't always feel that way because you know you, you get attached you, you want them to 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 get what they're looking for
0: and I think that's where like we try to do that in our business or whatever but uh, it's it's a tough thing to do in sales is to to see out the even beyond the six month or the years like see out the three years the five years down the road uh,
1: yeah for sure like uh, the way I look at it is, uh, and I tell this story all the time of just like when uh, when, when you showed the first house for me and Sarah, yeah. um, it was just a minute in of a little back and forth conversation walking through a house. Uh, I think that very first house that we looked at, I the think Cape it was, no, I want to say we looked at a house on Michelle uh, in okay. the valley before yeah. the Cape Rail turn off. Yeah. And you looked around and the first thing you said was, did you guys notice the roof? Right. And, and I was sitting there, I was like, no, I didn't. And basically we went through everything and it was, you know, first time home buyers. If you gave us the go and said, I think we should put an offer. We would have hundred percent put the offer. It would like, it didn't matter. Like yeah. we were like, this is our own place is awesome. But the first thing he said was, you know what? There's a lot of work there that have to be on the roof. So that's going to be this amount of money to be that amount of money. I just don't know if this would be the right fit. And so I kind of looked at it thinking, okay, that's awesome. It doesn't matter what we do we're going to go through David and so um, kind of taking that as experiences like whether I get paid or you know additional app or, or whatever the case may be in insurance you know you, you don't want to be the guy who 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 wrote the policy um, but it was something they didn't want you'd rather be the person to put them in the right market put them in the right place and, and know that where they are if they need it it's it's perfect for them and even if that's not through you or whatever, right exactly so,
0: yeah and that's like I think, in general, um, we as people that are working in business and day-to-day operations, like if we can do a better job at, at trying to, trying to play a twenty-five year, trying to picture things in twenty-five years, and like what's the best position that we can put people in, and then they're going to be the most successful in the long term. Mm-hmm. Then it's just going to work out in our favor in the long run, right? Yeah. Um. It's like almost like giving away the secret now. Like there's no secrets off. No. You know. <laughs> no. Like like we'll tell our competition. We'll tell like yeah. the buyers. We'll tell the sellers. we'll, we'll tell them everything. And then in the end, like yeah. hopefully that you like, hear doing a good job. you
1: hear things like uh, you know when, when I have conversations with people and, and they they might ask you know what's the key to selling or when when you know I was with my prior employer we go to um, you know little trips or this and that where we talk with other salespeople and they go might hey what's so <laughs> some big trips, <laughs> there's some big trips yeah they did some big trips but uh, <laughs> but yeah you know they'd ask you know how are you successful this and that I, I would just tell them it's just so just be likable. But like, I don't understand, like it doesn't seem to me like there's some secret key or or, or 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 training that can really be done other than just be likable. And if you're comfortable with the product that you're selling or, or you've taken like myself, kind of taking insurance is, is the hat that I wanna wear as a career. So whether you're going to the grocery store to pick up <laughs> food for the family or whatever, you're, you're an insurance person and you just accept that that's that's the career you choose. Yeah. So, if you're a likable person, people will want to do business
0: with you. People want to be around people that they, they're comfortable with and they like. Yeah. That's definitely, yeah. And it's just like, it's, so many people play the game on like cost and stuff like that, and like it's uh, true. Like even myself, yeah, for sure. I was that one where I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna shop around. I can't believe this insurance person saved me eleven dollars, and now it's just like I have nothing but the most confidence in you and I. You know, like with the people that I deal with. Like if I have confidence in the person, I'm just gonna say, just do me right. Yeah. Do do the best for me, and like I'm just gonna. Yeah,
1: be- don't get me wrong. Yeah, the the product okay. that you have to have does have to be competitive. Um, at the same time, though. Um, you won't get the chance to show them your rates, your coverages, or anything like that until, you know, they they have the conversation with you. Yeah. And if you're known as the person who's just a likable person that whether you make the sale, you don't make the sale, you're gonna give them your price and you're gonna enjoy the conversation. Your foot's in the door.
0: Your foot's in the door, right? Yeah. So but let's, let's bring it back. So you've done some amazing, like, like Allstate was a big part of your career. You started there. I actually remember showing up to Allstate, seeing your d- desk and seeing your office space. And I remember you had your, your like, little Toronto Blue Jays, uh, yeah. you had, like, the stuffed animal or whatever. Yeah. And, like, your little, like, you made your little cubicle yours, right? Yeah. Um, so you were there. You you won top salesperson in Canada multiple times in the real Yeah,
1: one of they have the, uh, top, yeah, they have uh, the in the region top. stuff, yeah. Yeah,
0: so then you did travel the whole world with them. And just this year, you... It made the, 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 the decision, or just about within the last 12 months, you made the decision to jump out on your
1: own. Yeah. I always felt like I was just the, the middle person. So uh, the way that it worked was with my old employer, it was, um, it was uh, you're a direct writer, you're an agent, um, so you only have one company to work with. So, sending everybody out to, you know, I can't do this, I'm sorry, but, you know, my friend David can help you out or someone can help you out. Um, I just looked at it and thought, if I'm the middleman, I might as well be the middleman of different companies, not different agents or brokers. So, that was kind of my big reasoning for I just felt like what I was already doing was what I want to get to. So, making that jump to be able to have. Uh, multiple companies and, and, and multiple markets that can help out someone in commercial, that can help out someone who's had tough luck in driving or help out someone who has that unique home. Um, it, it just made sense to to make that
0: jump. Yeah. It's like what... what was was like thinking about the uh the overall picture in the future like thinking that you could create something and not even you know it like you're, you've attached to yourself with uh, people that have done this before and there's always a great thing about partnerships is you know somebody having that uh the advantage of walking the path with somebody that's yeah. been there before but like were you thinking about you're like you're still a young guy like you yeah. just turned 30 last year like are you still thinking, of, were you thinking about legacy like was that on your mind at all um like- for sure like he to
1: have the opportunity to partner with who I partnered with and billiard insurance group. Um, I, I wouldn't do it any other way. Yeah. Ultimately uh, the support that they give me um, basically kind of closing the gaps in the things that I needed to learn. Yeah. Um, and as we go. So if I'm, I'm quoting I'm something or working on something that I, I hadn't done before um, they're right there yeah. and they support you and, and you know, help you grow the team and, and, um, and really lay the, the footsteps for for it. Um, that was huge. But yeah, legacy was was big. I like, I like the term legacy where you get to create your own thing. You know, you you try and develop and hire a bunch of Josh Browns, David Kurtz, right? People who want to get attached to clients, who want to meet people. Um, and then if it ends up being a sale, awesome. Um, I feel like I've put already a good team together and say, I'm one to try and plan and and lay things out and and I laid out a plan in June and certain amount of numbers and, and, and everything that was gonna go June to June and okay, this will be great. And then by like November 15th, I looked at it and think, we've already beat it. So now <laughs> I have to take time and redo everything. That's and so, no, at at it time. was, it was good, good. So yeah. it's, it's been awesome to, to be able to uh, take this step and, and do what I'm doing.
0: But it's a big change between being uh, a salesperson that's answering calls and being that likable guy with, with the people that you're, you're chatting with and selling like policies to running an office and having employees and making sure that they're coming in and they're you're getting the most out of them. And like, like how is that? Like, how is that?
1: <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was literally the biggest thing that I thought was going to be my hurdle really? was like I remember I, I, I was having a conversation with someone else who had mentioned it and I said oh, honestly the way I look at it is if I'm a basketball player who's just used to shooting threes off the bench yeah. and now you know you have a chance at a championship but this coach is like you got to play D and <laughs> I need you to rebound and drive the lane occasionally because shooting threes isn't going to work all the time so it's like completely sculpting Uh, you know, a new way of more managing your time in this. And I feel like that's, that's the biggest thing is that, yeah, sales, it's confidence. And, and, and I, I was coming in there and, and at first that's all you want to do. That's all you're doing. And and you're able to sell and, and people are hearing you're leaving and, and and they, 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 they want to bring, you know, they they, want to get quotes and and friends and family. Um, but then gets to the point of, okay, managing. I, I remember, uh, First time we ran out of toilet paper in the office. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, "Damn, I guess that's me now." So you know, just <laughs> yeah. it's just like little things like that. But that was my biggest hurdle. I knew was gonna was gonna come. And uh, again, my partners have been amazing. I it. uh, I've been nice. really uh, try to be really honest with myself when I'm getting to something that i'm not sure of um to reach out to people that that can help me out you know i've reached out to you it's tax season you know i've talked to you uh you know accountants um and and lawyers all those things just to make sure that when i'm doing these 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 additional things that come with it um it uh, you only got to do them once, so, so you put yourself in the best position. Yeah, exactly.
0: No, it's uh it's, it's it's definitely, and it's great that you've got a, kind of a team and a support circle that's around you. Oh yeah. Whether it be yeah. friends or whether it be people in the community or whether it be your partners, that mm-hmm. you, and that's kind of why you brought on your, yourself under the banner, right? But yeah. Was it Was it a tough thing to find a group and like a banner to attach your name of that had the same values that you really were looking to despise or like. Um. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, did they pick you, or did you pick them? Like, how did that search process go down? I,
1: I, uh, I picked them. Like, definitely, um, they they had the exact same mindset that I had about about sales. Yeah. Is that uh, likable person? You want to connect within the community, and it it, it just makes sense that if that's. The theme and and what you want to do yeah. um, you're gonna be successful and it, the things that you know uh, billion insurance has been all to do for me uh, has been just extraordinary just like the, the fact that that I could text somebody just uh, real quick question hey sorry to bug you can you help me out um, and they reply right back to you is phenomenal That's and amazing. and they've definitely been they've definitely been great um, to uh, To get things going um, but yeah it, 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 There's a lot of other places that, that do similar things yeah, but um, it, it quick. I quickly realized that they, they perfected it like it's 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 something And like, they're
0: pretty new, like to the, the business as well. They do they haven't been in it that many years have they
1: like? That's <sighs> um, a <laughs> good question. Uh, I know uh I know, like the main branch, uh, forever, um, long, long time. Oh, okay. Um, and then they've, things. you know, they, they've, they've been able to uh, assert themselves into the industry to the point where people are just reaching out to them. To okay. Just go, hey, do you have opportunities here? Or opportunities there? They um, have done everything. To me, like they've done everything I expected, and you know what they what they've said and, and more so it's it's been a it's a been a very easy move and and what was a very uh big step yeah. so well, it's for,
0: yeah and i remember chatting with you like many times just on a personal friend level you're like dave like you know you could see yourself in the long term doing something and just yeah like, how do i like what What does that look like and it's, you gotta surround yourself by those people right yeah and i guess having that uh that community around you that you feel comfortable with and something to bounce ideas off of yeah whether it be friends or whether it be that professional circle is is amazing uh, but let's take it back a step too. So we're we're going back to uh, college days, and yeah. you were involved in MMA, mixed martial arts fighting. Well, yeah, and, yeah. And those that don't know this, like Josh, was actually you were involved with one of the podcasts before podcasts were even podcasts, right? Like,
1: yeah. Well, I um, I connected with uh, uh, oh my goodness, I can't even recall. It was like it was like a like uh, like a friend of mine, Greg. Greg Swain um, and uh, he um, he did a bunch of writing for them and what? him and I yeah writing so covering uh, covering shows and then I ended up uh, meeting them uh, after one of the shows and we just got along super well and so I said I-, I would love to do something like this so to be able to you know write about anything was 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 super fun um, and to, uh, to go to a show and, and cover an amateur show was, was a blast. Like the, the people I got to meet was, was really cool. One of my favorite um, one of my favorite things I ever wrote was, uh, um, years ago it was about uh, if the MMA, um, network had a trade uh, Were able to trade contracts trade people yeah and you know mix-max trades and and you know have like even almost like a trade deadline in the years because people would want to have a big year-end show and this and that and then it was like last year a year and a half ago or so uh, the UFC and and uh, an organization in Japan ended good. up making a trade where <laughs> I was sitting there thinking like oh I, I wrote years about this, I wrote about this. <laughs> a long time ago yeah yeah, yeah. No, no, that's so, awesome.
0: Yeah, um, and you were actually in the ring fighting as well at the time, or
1: like. Uh, I did, did two. Use... I t- did two amateur bouts. Yeah. Uh, those but. Uh, really oh, think like? I think I was like a draw and a loss. Ah. Um, but uh, man, it was just it was just one of those things where the only reason why I ended up getting into it was because um, it was college. It was first year college. And so my hockey career, I retired. Right? Yeah. It was it was a forced, uh, retirement. forced retirement. Double A hockey was over, um, and it was just I didn't realize how much I needed that kind of competition. Yeah. And and so uh, I remember there was like uh, there was little boxing things here and there, and i went to a couple. But then I had a, one of our teachers did this martial arts thing at this one place. Um, and uh, he was like, "Hey, like, if you're looking for something, go there. They do boxing two nights a week, and then like jujitsu that day." So I was like,
0: "Ah, oh, cool." Let's go check this out.
1: And yeah, it was just it was fun. And there was a bunch of people that were kind of like there. It was very fun to see people in similar situations as me. I was like, "Hockey's over. I needed something to kind of so so it was very cool." And and then you know, it was just the progression. You know, when I look back on it, there's there's no reason why, uh, you know josh wanted to really get in there and do anything like that other than just the progression of competition where okay you do a little tournament here and do that oh hey let's do an amateur belt you know it just it just kind of progressed to that but ultimately um <laughs> there's some there's some uh, animals out there and and <laughs> the commitment level is a lot more than just a jujitsu class right like
0: that's. It, it, some monsters some it's, monsters it would be there. like intimidating and I'm just thinking like in, in my mind like to, to wrap my head around going into a ring with someone that's trying to bring you pain and uh, you're probably going to get punched in the face or kicked in the nose or something like that Like, <laughs> but I also think like that probably brings you to back to some of the same traits that got you excited about jumping in and starting your own business you know the competition and you know that uh, that uh, you want to, it, it's an energy, right? You want to kind of be around there. You want to control your own destiny a little bit. Like, are those, do you think that kind of, you know, foreshadowed you getting into your own business eventually?
1: I guess you could probably say that. Like, the the, the whole thing about, I guess, getting into a jiu jitsu tournament or, um, you know, an amateur bout or, or, or any type of single person competition is it's. Uh, Essentially, you made the decision to go do it. And it was just you, you, you jump in there, you, you, you put it together. Um, so yeah, I, I guess it's kind of the same uh, mindset, the same feeling of, I want to jump in there, I want to do it, pull the trigger. this is the next. this is the progression. This is what you're working for, what you want to do.. Um, so, so yeah, I would say that, I guess. No
0: perfect. And uh, so you're like, how many months? Like it's it's is it ten months, eight months that you've been running your own business now? Like how how long? Uh you doing? we're on seven. Seven months. Seven now. months. So yeah, just just over half a year. Like so, over half a year. What's the biggest shock looking back that you've been uh, that you did? Like clearly, you're doing better than your goals and your projections and stuff. Yeah. Like, like what would be like the biggest? Whoa! I didn't expect that.
1: <laughs> um... I, I think my biggest shock was just the the um, the elevation of what was my biggest concern. Uh, my biggest concern was, you know, I was a three point shooter, or you know, I was a salesperson, yeah. Yeah. and I'm coming into a role that I need to have a bunch of different the hats Corver. on. And yeah, <laughs> the Corver. Yeah, yeah. That's where you're going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Corver. Um. So. Uh, that scale because obviously it's not just the ability to be able to do it it's the ability to be able to do it within your day you know unless something happens where we get an extra four hours a day which would be amazing and if we follow them in the business hours i'd I'd have way more things done in a day i would
0: this is actually coming on a side note that I was actually late getting here because I <laughs> yeah, had yeah, yeah. to go on through. So John, like, I, and yeah, then and like, I just I, just, I feel
1: like punches. if there was more hours in the day, that's great, but there's not. So now uh, prioritizing. Let's say I spent eight years selling insurance, and so because I spent eight years selling insurance, you're able to take your day, know what your day is going to be. This time is going to be for this. This time is going to be for that. And then all the rest, it's okay. Whatever comes, comes. Well, now I have to shrink that time, input things that for sure got to be done. Look at every day, go through. And so I feel like the time management thing for me is something that, that was, that was a shock. Uh, I feel like I've, I've gotten a hold of it the most part right now. And, uh, being, uh, being a boss, being 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 um, an authority figure of some sort, right? Uh, I feel so bad. There are some times where uh, I ask them, you know, hey, that was done right? You're good? You're good with that? You're good with that? You're, you're, you're good? And they always tell me, oh, yeah, everything's great and everything's good. Just because it's, it
0: is still, you know, new, that part of the job. 360-degree feedback. It for that. sure it is. Perfect, perfect. Well, let's bring it back to some like hyper local and uh, like obviously this is the Sudbury Stories podcast, and we want to get your kind of thoughts on terms of like like not just running a business, but running a business local to Sudbury. So describe Sudbury in one sentence. Like, what would you say?
1: Um, diamond in the rough. Diamond in the rough. Diamond in the
0: rough. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Using the best of our uh, minerals. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. And what is your favorite part about living and running a business in Sudbury?
1: Um, I would say, uh, the uh, living and that's a Did good you ever question. think about like, you know, like starting up in Toronto or like in a different no, city or like that? No, no. Like, you know what? It, it, we're a, ha- we're a handshake city and handshake that to city. me is, is, is big. It's, you know, the, uh, the fact that y- you can be open with somebody, you know, and, and, and honest with them about timeframes about you know putting something together and you're a handshake away I just always felt that you know growing up here especially you know all my family's from Manitoulin Island so it's like it's a little bit escalated from just handshake it's it's more you know so it's uh handshake city it's it, it's the perfect place to to do something like this if you have the people skills and if you know you're you're not afraid to to jump in front of somebody put your face out there and then you know just be completely
0: honest and real with them put yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit eh? if you think if you could say that Sudbury's missing one thing or if you could bring one thing to Sudbury that you feel it's missing what would that be ah <sighs> uh,
1: i would want remember like years ago when Instead of Greater Sudbury, you had Lively, you had oh, yeah. Garson. Before the pre amalgamation, we didn't have to wait eight <laughs> weeks for a snowflower a Greater. Um, you want to so go back to the old days? I just I just feel like there was everyone knew where we were. This you is know? your this is
0: your small town. This, this is we were yeah we
1: and, we everyone knew where we were. We didn't have to be Greater Sudbury. We didn't have to be you know we were Sudbury. You had it. You're the city to us. We looked at it, you are like all right. Here it is. Yeah. But I, I, you know, it's... You like the idea of... I like the idea of the, the separation of, of the cities. Like, I, you know, uh, I, I don't know if you remember... I remember going to Lively Hawk Games as a, as a kid. young. Yeah, my dad wanted to take me because they packed the house. Because yes. there was just that community feel. community feel of, you know, you're against... Lively, you pack the house. You go to the hockey. Everybody's amped. You know they want to watch it. There's that that little separation, um, that feel of uh, you are a community to, to everyone else and, and that. But it's, it's it, if, like
0: those are the like, community roots are obviously like one of the what's been important to you and why you and your family settle in Lively and you know like it's that small yeah. town living that uh, a little bit bigger than and Island. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Small yeah. town living. No, it's
1: it, it's definitely. A, I think I do that because we all know we're we're Sudbury, we're Greater Sudbury, and you have that feeling, you know, in Lively, you still fist pumped when you heard Mike Fisher scored two goals uh, and the Sudbury Wolves won or they they went to the finals or the, I want to say it was the the Eastern Conference finals against the St. Mike's. You know, we, we all still follow that Sudbury feel, you know, with, it's not like people from, from lively would be, uh, just, demanding their own basketball team, you know, just you more, identity. <laughs> just, more identity that, that, that feel. And and so, yeah, that's, 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 I to change one little
0: thing. Is that, is that kind of the biggest shift you've seen? Maybe even like if we were to say the last 20 years, cause that's pretty like since amalgamation, I think 20, 25 years now, but like, is that the biggest shift you've seen is that we're more of a, like we've been watered down from our small communities?
1: Yes, I feel like that's that's a that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah. I feel like there's there's less, and it's almost like
0: neighborhoods more than the yeah pride of community kind of Yeah,
1: thing. I I do kind of kind of feel that yeah. for sure. I, I would say that's it.
0: Yeah, hmm. and I'm, like I know there has been a, some some people kind of pushing to go back there kind of thing, and obviously they do it from a standpoint that it's supposed to create efficiencies. But it's it's true. Hopefully, we can feel like a, we see ourselves in the bigger picture of a greater city Calgary, but not everybody. does oh, yeah. obviously so. Well, we're gonna wrap up with some rapid fire questions. Wonderful. So, and I know Josh had a little bit on a personal level, so some of these are gonna be a little bit, uh, a little bit already preconceived by that. Uh, but Senators or Blue Jays? And I uh, guess they could throw in Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well. Oh
1: my goodness! The thirty for thirty. <laughs> I would totally pick the Bucks just for that if they were in there. But uh, I have to go with the senators, senators. For sure. Yeah. Who's your favorite player? Uh, all time. Uh, oh, all time. All times. It would have to be it, it. would have to be Daniel Alfredson, Alfie, I think right. it would have to be Alfie. It's just like if
0: you think of like a heart and soul of a team, like Alfie's just like
1: bad. yeah. You know what? In five years from now, if you ask me again, I'll probably say Eric Carlson. But it's still like it's still it still hurts a bit. <laughs> so like it fresh. does. Like <laughs> it was like you know he just signed his long term deal in San Jose. So I was sitting there. You know, obviously, you had that hope of like, well, maybe the offseason season comes, maybe he comes <laughs> right. back, and then you know he extends, and then it's like ah. So I'm only a, a you know a year away from. Uh, getting over it, getting over it a little bit. so. Do you have a favorite
0: sense memory?
1: Uh, yes. Yeah. You know what? Probably, probably uh, it was... The finals they were in? You know what? No, that was heartbreak. That's also fresh. <laughs> so I would say um, it was round one. I can't remember if it was 2011 or 12... But anyways, round one against Pittsburgh, and the series was not going well, and we got a penalty uh, with like, we were down one goal, we got a penalty with under a minute to play, and I uh, swore, I was upset, and then uh, Sarah said, Shh, you know, KJ's sleeping, you know? And I was like, well, come on! Like, I was, I was irritated, and then all of a sudden Daniel Alfredson scored shorthanded with just a few seconds left to tie the game and yeah. then I woke the kid up 100%. Like I was I was over the world like I was KJ was not sleeping. And then it ended up going into like double or triple overtime and then like of all the people calling Greening scored. To, and I was I couldn't believe it. It was like really, it was one of my favorite games, favorite like emotional roller coasters uh, for sure, definitely. definitely. The highs
0: and lows, eh? Um, favorite Sudbury restaurant where you bring Sarah for date night uh Tommy's. Tommy's oh my goodness. we'll go to Tommy's yeah Tommy's. Tommy's
1: is awesome and I love how they don't write anything down to me it blows me away They don't <laughs> write they don't write what you want they they tell you what's on the menu what the specials are For some reason I just sit there and think you got I can't like remember to a four item grocery list <laughs> if my wife tells me can you please get this I'm coming back with either six more things and missing one or just not coming back with with all four like yeah. it's just it it's blows
0: my mind and they've got it down. Eh? What would be the theme song to your life?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with <laughs> uh, "Let's Go Miracle" by uh, by Rise Against. Yeah. Yeah, nice. let's do that one. Nice.
0: And uh, like you're you're huge into sports. Do you have a favorite live sporting event? Is it hockey? Is it the sense? Or is it something else? <laughs> or is it, like, where, What's your favorite uh, live event?
1: Okay, so before SummerSlam, I would have said hockey. Wow. But I'll tell you, when we. WWE. When I went on that weekend to go watch uh, the NXT show on the Friday, and then SummerSlam on the Sunday. Sorry, NXT was Saturday in Toronto, and SummerSlam was on a Sunday. And SummerSlam was WWE uh, at wrestling. Now, I was like. Yeah, (laughs) so I was like a. Let's say I was a a 75%er into it. Yeah. Probably like in the WWE, but even the NXT stuff, I was maybe only like a 30 or 40. By the end of those two shows, I couldn't believe how much I was into it. Like yeah. it was it was it, it, they put on a show. That's all I, like they like the show was amazing. Yeah. I you know, when they when they came down in the NXT show, and they came down with the steel cage, when we all knew it was going to be there cuz there's a tarp over it, but when they start lowering it, I remember Dan? he's here. I remember Dan and I got up and we we're just like holding each other back and like, oh my God, we're gonna see this steel game. Okay <laughs> like, like it was, it was nuts. But yeah, it really it, for some reason it just brought my inner child out. And I was sitting there and we've talked about it before. We we're like, we're a hundred percent going to another show. That feeling you'll you'll never get anywhere else. It's yeah. So uh,
0: looking back at all time, do you have favorite wrestler? Uh,
1: uh, favorite wrestler? I guess. Um, <laughs> hey, no, it's funny, but like I could like uh, I'm gonna go with Ric Flair. Rick Flair. I would say he's my favorite. He Woo! he he's a guy. He's a guy that like when he was the bad guy, yeah. you absolutely hated. Yeah. You're like I can't stand this guy. Uh when he was the good guy, it's like you were with him. You needed him to win. I just remember as a kid, it was just such a high and low because I was like <laughs> you hated him and you talk bad about him and then. Yeah, so that's a
0: good guy he was great there. What about a favorite wrestling finishing move or anything like that? Do you have any any memories <laughs> of that? Um like we've all tombstone
1: siblings or powerbomb siblings so i guess you could say it was tombstone yeah (laughs) but uh but probably one of the one of the ones that's out there now and i just i think it's so funny because there's so many memes or or videos of them is the one randy orton does the rko where you see people yeah it's it's good it's good it's good it's It's fun
0: uh from a local perspective the wolves are the five
1: uh, the wolves. wolves. Still the Wolves. Yeah, still my yeah, yeah. hockey passion. Yeah, for of sure, of for sure.
0: And uh, last and not least, but if you had Seppri's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say?
1: Uh, well, I'd probably plug uh, the business. Of course. You know? uh, Billion Insurance Group. Uh, we're here, um, home, auto, life, commercial, uh, and, and, and we really want to work for you. Uh, we have. 15 or more companies here. Uh, if you want to shop, give us a shout. We'll see what we can do. Um, whether you come to us or not, we're not gonna hold anything back. We're, we're gonna tell you what's what and, and what we can do. And that's, that's probably what I'd say in 30 seconds.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the mic today. If they want to follow you, look you up a bit. What's your website? Uh, Thebig.ca Thebig.ca They can follow you on Instagram and Facebook and all that fun stuff too? Yep, absolutely. Fantastic, guys. Well, thanks again for being on the mic, Josh. Feel free to like, comment, share, and uh, review us, guys, because really getting the word out uh, helps us get uh, further further recognition as well. Awesome. Thanks again, Josh. Thank you. Correct response? What is my hometown, Sudbury, Ontario,